0: it's the Popecast. ian pope coming to you live from the basement of my house what's that how's that for some transparency it's no podcast studio i'm sitting on the couch right now talking to you and i'm happy that you're here i'm happy to have your ear <laughs> cranking out burps there's no edits on this podcast there is no second take this is what it is the magic of the pope cast comes to you live all in one take um and uh for better or worse you know last show was a little rocky um, a lot of you guys you know had about uh, 12 streams before I took it down I went back to listen to it and it was a little wild I was trying to make some points that weren't thoroughly fleshed out and you know it happens but uh, I stand by most of the premises of what I said and maybe just not how I said it so I don't really believe in uh, deletion and going back in time in that way but it is what it is Uh, it is what it is. But enough about the past. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the present. And the present is a real gift today. We are talking about the rundown of the show. The first item up on the show, Joe Biden with a real power move as he travels overseas. Joe Biden met with a member, I guess an ex-member of the British royal family, face-to-face, let her know that America's still got it. America isn't laying down for nobody. And uh, just when I counted Joe Biden out, just when I thought the old man didn't have it in him anymore, he surprises me. Like a boxer on the mat, seven count, eight. Oh, he rises right before the standing eight count, the laying eight count in this situation. I do not know too many details about the counting system in boxing. But what I will say is that Joe Biden is up off the mat, and his gloves are uh, are <laughs> his gloves are coming off. I don't know. So uh, Joe Biden ripped a nice clean fart right in the face of Camilla Parker Bowles the other day, and Camilla can't stop talking about it. So Joe Biden is a trending topic, and uh, so we're gonna break that down a little bit. I'm excited for Joe. I really am. So. Second topic up on the rundown of the show, pregnancy would be I got to think very carefully about how I'm going to say this. Women do an amazing job being pregnant. It doesn't look easy. There's lots of obstacles that they have to they have to overcome. And um I think that some of these obstacles for them could turn into real positives for men if men were to be the pregnancy sex, okay? So, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that things might be a little better off. Uh, men men might really enjoy being pregnant is what I'm trying to say, okay? I'm going to flesh that out in item two, second topic of the show. Men would really enjoy being pregnant. Um, I think possibly enjoy some of the benefits much more than women. So, we'll uh, see how that... Uh, how those thoughts get organized in the second part of the show. Third up, I'm very excited to go see the Chappelle show. Um, not the Chappelle show, but the uh, Chappelle. Uh, Dave Chappelle is in town doing a show at uh, Wells Fargo Arena tomorrow night. The uh, transphobe himself um, is coming to town, and you know I am uh, certainly not supportive of transphobia um, or most phobias, um, aside from arachnophobia which I think is still alright. I do not fuck with spiders um, and whatever the snakeophobia is that one as well. I think that snakes freak me out. Snakes would be a higher a phobia than the arachna one for me if I were to say so. Yeah. Um, anyway, Chappelle's coming to town. He's gonna debut. He's on a little tour of the documentary that he made. I believe the documentary is about just the shows that he was doing on his farm last year as everything was shut down with COVID. He would kind of test everybody and bring him in and have some of his friends out there to continue live comedy during the pandemic. And um, I don't know too much about the content. I think that's generally what it is. And the stories that's been presented to me as I have taken it in is that Chappelle, David, um, has had some offers rescinded from some prestigious uh, film festivals, um, of which he was going to show this documentary after his last um, special on Netflix that uh, ruffled some feathers. Um, some people made the decision that they did not want to have Dave come through with this documentary, I guess. So he's bringing it to Wells Fargo. It's it's being billed as Dave Chappelle and Friends. So I don't know who he's bringing. Um, maybe he's gonna bring Donnell Rollins. And uh, maybe he'll, there'll be a meet, a meet and greet line and I can ask him to uh, give me a shout out from my friend Al Omeen, who uh, had a famous moment with Donnell on the Tony Hinchcliffe Kill Tony show. I don't know who he's going to bring, though. Last time I saw Dave Chappelle um, was also with my buddy Brandon. It was before the election, so like 2019 in, up in Ames. And uh, he brought out Andrew Yang that night and it was super weird. So I'm going to kind of recap some of that last um, Chappelle experience and kind of roll that into what we think we might see out there at the Chappelle um, experience, the, the untitled documentary debut tomorrow night. So let's get right into it, man. Joe Biden taking his gas international, blowing that British foghorn right in the face of Camilla... Parker Bowles, Camilla Parker Bowles, cannot stop talking about Biden's fart. And that is really commendable. This lady has had to have spent more time than just about anybody in the history of the world in the uh, confines of stuffy British society. Old British men sipping tea, crumpets. Those guys got to be about as gassy as they come. Just ripping them. And so if this fart was so impressive that Camilla is talking about it days later, that means old Joe still got it. You know, it really means he's still got it. It'd be easy for a 78-year-old man to let out a wimpy fart, a soft, a soft, airy fluff, if you will. A one, you know, one of those, you know the sound, when you're just a little bit too relaxed and it comes out in a humiliating fashion. Makes it seem like you've maybe been putting things in your butt, loosening it up. But not our man Joe, tight butt Joe, 78 years old, still got it. El Presidente, doing what presidents do dropping bombs fearlessly internationally knowing that the United States has the gas baby we got the we got the gas we got the gas and we got the we got the bombs to back it up so i don't know man looking somebody right in the face unflinchingly as the president of the United States of America and just it's been dubbed a long loud fart by camilla who knows if she's embellishing but i like to think that this lady would have uh, you know the decency to adequately represent the farts of the President of the United States of America. So, you know, that sort of thing, looking somebody in the eye and just ripping a huge fart, not even blinking, not even blinking, just daring them to say anything. I'm the President of the United States. Just, I wish I had a fart sound effect right now. And then just ripping that fart, that's a real power move. That's something that only, you know, somebody with some balls can really pull off. So people have been saying that Joe is sleepy. That Joe's Joe's losing it. Losing his edge. This is the first sign we've seen in a long time that maybe Joe still got it. He's still got some fight left in him. He's still that young man that we knew from back when he was writing the crime bill. Right? Ready to lock him up. Free your farts, Joe. Don't be afraid. Don't be fart ashamed by this Camilla... Parker Bowles, who anybody who watched The Crown knows Camilla Parker Bowles is a real piece of crap, right? I watched The Crown on Netflix, an unbiased look behind the curtain to the lives of the British Royals, right? I know all about you people now, and uh, I think it's great that they appreciate fart humor, actually. So, good for her for having a good laugh at the president, and good for him for just staring him down and just letting it rip. Drop bombs, Mr. President. Drop bombs. <laughs> now that we're out of, we're all out of Afghanistan. It's probably getting a little punchy. Can't be, can't be pressing the buttons. Can't be calling in drone strikes. Getting a little anxious to be dropping bombs. So, however, you know, this is by far the most humane bomb dropping that uh, is imaginable. If you would draw up a Joe Biden fart, you know, on on paper, you would imagine it to be a, be a little fluffy and a little loose. So. Tight butt, baby. Way to go, Mr. President. (laughs) Uh, I was so excited when my brother sent me that story this morning. So, very excited for you, Joe. Let's see what else we got. Um, Oh, pregnant men. So, women have a blood volume walking around just like anybody else. Whatever your normal blood volume is, is 100% blood volume. When they become pregnant... This blood volume multiplies to 150%. This accounts for the swollen ankles and this and that. So, um, you know, women always try to say men couldn't handle pregnancy, this and that. Um, and by and large, they're probably right. And men, from a distance, we wouldn't think we would handle it or we would even want to handle it. But I'm going to tell you why that given this fact about the blood men will be chomping at the bit to become pregnant and if men were the ones that got pregnant population of the world would totally blow up even even more so than now 150% blood volume in a man's body where is that blood going to go all right women get large breasts when they become pregnant thanks in large part to this blood volume all right They also get the ankles. They complain about that. And it honestly does not look that comfortable. Right? 150% blood volume in a man. A pregnant. The pregnant penis of a man. You would never have a girthier hog in all of your life. Than you would while pregnant men. So guys would be so jazzed about this. That when they gave birth. And their bodies returned to normal. And their blood volume returned to normal. And they got their bodies back. Got all fit again or whatever they were trying to do. Just no longer had a baby inside them. You would be left with an underwhelming clock. Okay. And guys would be dying to get pregnant again. Just so they could get that 150% blood meat back popping. Alright. So... That is something to think about. Uh, so, shout out women who are going through that one hundred fifty percent blood um, issue and all the stuff that they got to deal with. I mean, you women, shout out to you guys because it does not look like an easy road to hoe. But um, you know, I think that uh, I think that us guys, <laughs> I think that it would really catch on. If I, what I am trying to say, uh, guys would be dying dying to get knocked up again to get that blood. Get that blood flowing, I guess. Uh, (laughs) So that's that. That's the extent that I'm going to go into on that topic. Last but not least, I'm very excited to go see Dave Chappelle with my buddy Brandon at Wells Fargo Arena tomorrow night. I don't know what to expect from the show. We're going to see the documentary. I've seen some things on YouTube, um, some of the videos that he made last year. um, On what I think the show is about is those what I think that the film is about those shows down on the farm there. So that part, you know, the idea of watching a movie in an arena isn't that intriguing to me. Um, And I don't really want to hear Dave talk about, you know, transsexuals anymore. Um, I hope that I'm hoping, you know, selfishly, he's obviously going to do whatever he wants. And he's obviously, you know, His talent doesn't need me to uh, laud it for it to be um, legit. It's the real deal. You know, a guy's done his thing. Um, Well documented. But I just hope that we get Dave having a good time. And I'm excited if we get to see a couple of his openers. Last time I saw him up in Ames, he brought Michelle Wolf, who was hilarious. He brought Donnell Rollins, who was funny less funny than uh, Michelle Wolf but you know he did his thing and then Dave came out and did his thing and it was awesome we had fun seats in these little balcony right up there next to the stage overlooking the stage also saw that show with Brandon shout out Brandon if you're listening um, and this was pre-election so then the weirdest thing ever happened Dave brought out Andrew yang to the stage and I don't know what happened here but the idea that you're going to take the microphone after Dave Chappelle is just the greatest comedian of our era. Um, I won't say all time because I don't think that you can really do that with comedy. You, can, you basically divide it up by eras. and um, So the greatest comedian of our era, and who knows when the next era will begin or whatever. But you can't expect to take a microphone after somebody that's so talented on the microphone like Dave Chappelle. And expect not to sound like a total dweeb. And Andrew Yang had a lovable amount of dweeb in him anyway. Um, I was all about the his sort of philosophy. Um, I wasn't wooed by the $1,000 a month or whatever he was trying to bribe everybody with. It felt a little bit like elementary school. And it also didn't seem like there was a world in which that, that would realistically happen. In hindsight, when they did start cutting some checks, um, maybe it was possible. But... I don't know if it was Andrew Yang's people that really hung him out to dry here or what. But boy, oh boy, did uh, following Dave's comedy and taking the microphone and trying to sound somewhat intelligent just did not work out for Andrew Yang. And that was even from my perspective, like I said, as a guy who was fucking with him a little bit. Um, what The right way to do that is you... Either have Dave bring you out. If you're insistent on being at the end, it seems like that's probably the best fit. You don't want to shoehorn a politician into the middle of your show. I understand that. But you bring him out. You let Dave do the talking. Andrew just waves and takes pictures. All right? Most people at the show, it felt like a weird fit. You know, and I'm all about, you know, I'm all about an artist. I'm all about Dave, um, you know, doing his thing politically and wanting to put on somebody who he thought was cool. But, God bless it, that was a bad idea. It was the most awkward thing ever. Andrew went on, and it was just cringeworthy. And he would have lost regardless, so it doesn't really matter. But anyway, that's my big takeaway from that Chappelle show up there. So I hope that there's, you know, something equally cringeworthy or fun or memorable about this night. So I'm looking forward to going out there and, um, you know, um that's what i gotta say man i don't know i'm I'm excited i'm excited about that tomorrow night and i'm excited for the day that men uh we get to become pregnant women will be complaining to their friends you know about he's just he's just getting a little too big you know it's uncomfortable um that pregnancy that pregnancy dick is real so that's all i gotta say about that you guys have a great day that's been 17 minutes well spent i think joe biden Stay blasting those farts, buddy. Biden bombs, drop them, let's go. Popecast, it's been real. Good day.